and welcome to the podcast that reminds you that pyramids aren't just for mummies anymore. <laughs> we only look thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds. I almost said 100 fiscal pounds, <laughs> and uh, because it is, uh, it is tax season, uh, and uh, I am here to talk about it. I've kept it off for about five years, and with me, as always, is... Hi there. I'm Catherine Weigel. I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach. I'm a Thrive Global Certified Coach. Yeah. Um, I have lost over 100 pounds. I've kept it off for over five years. I'm the co-host with Donald, and uh, apparently you used to be a game show host or something. That was very compelling. I felt like we were coming on down to the stage. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I did, uh, like a hundred years ago, have a radio show at my college radio station. Oh, so. remember college radio Yeah, of stations? course, there weren't really any auditions for it, so, you know. Just you were available? Not that I had any talent. You just basically had to, like, say you wanted to do it, and then they found you a time slot. Good. Like, I started with, like, this really horrible, like, Sunday night at 1 a.m. time slot, and then as I... As I was there longer and longer, they gave me a better slot. So congratulations! And now you have the best slot right next to me. That's right. We only look then. That's right. The best ever. The best ever. So Donald just mentioned it's tax season, everyone. It certainly is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the uh, the day this episode comes out in in the United States of America is actually tax day this year. Normally it's April fifteenth, but because that's a weekend, it's the seventeenth this year. Fun. That's fun stuff. Yeah. And you know what? The best thing to get during tax season is no, Catherine. What is the best season? It's a it's a good time to get a rebate. Oh yeah. And, and today that rebate is coming in the form of a tip of the week. Oh, oh. Wait. <laughs> wait. Okay. We obviously see. didn't rehearse. Okay, it's coming in the form of a. Tow tip of the week to you. Tip it has been so long since we week. did a tip of the to week, you. but uh, Catherine recently posted uh, a tip in Walt Place. We only look thin place our uh, online support and accountability group. Check it out at weonlylookthin.com. Uh, and it relates directly to the the core topic of this episode. It is, which you don't know what that is yet. Yeah, you, you don't know what ducks. that is. So, so uh, we thought we would bring it up, and yeah. and the the tip relates. Or wait, it's your tip. Do you want to say it's it? It's my tip. I'll, yeah. I'll go. Okay, to you. you go ahead. Hey, Donald, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, how are you? I'm trying good. to steal all the credit for your it's work. It's fine. So, speaking of important dates on the calendar, yeah. today's tip of the week. Tow tip of the week. To you. Tip of the week to you. I'm very rusty. It's been a, it's been long, a long time. time since we did one if of those. If you are original Wolf fans, you know what yeah. the Tows are and the Pals, yeah. but the there's pals. no Pals today. Yeah, there's no Pals. Um, so the tip is to mark important life changes on your calendar. Yeah. Um, I recently just had a medication change, and I put the date that I started the new medication on my calendar because... I might experience things like, I don't know, elbow loss and right. scurvy yes, and I don't know what. Scurvy <laughs> and your elbows may fall off. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, when your elbows fall off. Yeah. Um, I didn't read really All what the All those medication print. side effects. No, but when one changes a medication, it could in uh, – it could – 
impact your humors, your hunger level, uh, your rage fits, uh, and your elbows falling off or on. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. So putting it on the calendar, whether it is a medicine change, a job change, some life circumstance change. Yeah, you're you're moving, you're, you know, you're changing your schedule at work, you yeah, know, something ske- like that. Schedule is a big one. When Donald is uh, working from home versus away, uh, weather changes, things like that. Put it on the calendar just so that three weeks later when you're spiraling out of control and don't know what happened, you can go back and go, hey, did something happen recently that I just don't remember? Uh, So I am keeping track of my medication changes uh, and uh, probably also I'll be looking at my mood changes over the next couple of weeks to see how that goes. Check out my elbows daily. Yes, Uh, yes. There's going to be a new Instagram, Catherine's Elbows, and there'll be a photo post. Posted every day on Instagram. It's private though. It's private. Um, But, you know, we are big fans. We've talked about on the show about being an investigator of yourself and, and, you know, having that extra piece of data for when there is a big, a big change can really help you down the road and figure out like, well, what happened? Like, you know, was this better for me or, or what did it make it harder for me to stick to my habits and my goals? Yeah. And uh, I know I didn't do that when I started driving our daughter two and a half hours a day to and from school. I was like, why am I not? Why are my steps down? I don't even know. I must not be willing to put in the work. And then it turns out I'm in the car a lot. So just pay attention. Uh, If you have a calendar, uh, an electronic one or a print one, put it on there. And that is your tip Tip of of the week. week. Tip of the week to you. And to you, dear listener, for listening. Here we go. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, A few weeks ago, we did a couple of episodes in a row that were uh, from we we asked for questions and episode suggestions on um, social media. Have you heard of social media on um, Instagram and Facebook? And we did a couple of uh, we answered a couple of questions. We did some a couple of episodes and then we took a little break to do our 10 Walt Manments. Our many Walt Manments. Yeah, many Walt Manments, which turned out to be, I don't know, 25 or 30. Everybody loves them. Yeah. Yeah, everyone loved it. It was uh, a, a huge international hit. Um, we're going to go back this time to Facebook. Facebook. To- <laughs> I don't know. It sounds yeah. better yeah. to call and repeat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Um, to answer a uh, question from a uh, listener, super fan. And super chum, actually. Super, She's a super chum. chum also. Uh, Coco uh, writes, uh, hey, how about doing an episode dealing with grief and other major life events that pause or are setbacks in your weight loss journey venture? You sound way too positive in that. You're Do just I? like, hey, way too positive. Like, well, you know, I, when you're suffering grief. I, <laughs> say, it, say it more. <laughs> more. Coco deserves the respect that her question. Dealing with grief <laughs> and other major life events that pause or are setbacks in your weight loss journey venture. Okay, that's that's better. We'll fix it. In Is post. it okay? Sorry, um, uh, we will do no such thing. No. Um, uh, basically, you're doing great, and then something major happens, and that has to be your first priority. How to accept the pause, maybe minimize the damage, and how to get back on the horse. Yep, that is a great question. Uh, I know uh, we were just involved in some chicanery a minute ago and some, <laughs> some funny chuckles. Yeah, but uh, setbacks are part of what happens in life. And before we sort of move forward into this section, I think a lot of us have shame 
in setbacks, whether we think that everything is going to go well from now on, and then we uh, we have a big life event and we do have to hit pause. I just want to remind everyone that pausing your journey venture, stepping away from your workout plan and your tracking is not a moral failing. Yeah, absolutely. It is, says nothing about your character. There are times when pressing pause is for our own mental health and are, you know, paying attention to our bandwidth of what we can put out into the world. But please know it is not a failure. It is a pause. And all of us have had pauses in the past, which is probably why this question came up because goodness knows that we have had, uh, you know, world setbacks and personal setbacks that feel sometimes like you don't even want to get up after it. If you fall down time and time again on your weight loss journey, you can think to yourself, you know what, I'm just not worth it. It's not worth the the mental bandwidth that it's going to take. But what it is, is an opportunity to pause and say, when the time is right again, when I feel ready, then I can move forward. And again, the truth is we will all have setbacks from tiny things like, uh, you know, and I mean, the, from really small, which, you know, depending on your mood can really set you back. Like yeah. your food scale battery died yeah, uh, or they stopped selling my favorite low calorie treat, which yeah. there have been times where I'm like, okay, the world is against me. They're not selling my fiber one bars anymore. Or big things like job losses or moving or having kids. Or as Coco mentioned in her question to us, what do you do with giant life setbacks or grieving points in your life? Whether that is a death in the family or a serious illness or emotional setback, those aren't necessarily times to think about, you know, extending your yoga practice. We're yeah. just at a point in life where we need to press pause. And again, as we move forward in this, remember, it is not a failing. It is a pause and it is going to happen to all of us. Um, and, and even on a, on a you know, a less grand scale of a, you know, a giant moving life event happening on a much smaller scale, I, I would, you know, one of the things that we champion on this podcast is getting rid of the idea that people just don't want it enough. And yeah. the reason that you can't get there is because you don't want it enough or, you know, because because that's just not the case. You know, you can people people want it greatly. But, you know, we, we put this sort of moral issue on it like, well, you're just not a good person if you can't do this. And, and you know, we need to let go of that and realize you're just a person you know, making habits and making choices. And and it's not about being good or bad. Exactly. And further, we did an episode called 365 Surprises, which was like uh, yuck, yuck, fun, whatever. But acting surprised that life will happen isn't practical. It is magical make-believe if we pretend that we're not getting older and things aren't creaking more and circumstances in life are changing. Yeah, I saw a very funny meme recently that said, my favorite childhood memory is of when my back didn't hurt. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I love. So we uh, live in California, Cali, as yeah. we call it. Yeah, southern, um, sunny Southern California, but it's been raining nonstop here lately. Yeah, um, but 
we have earthquake insurance as a safety net because earthquakes happen in California. Now, if I said, okay, well, the big one happened in 1992 or whatever, yeah. so there probably won't be another one. Like, we got that out of our systems. We don't get life events out of our system. But if we just said, eh, you know, we don't need insurance policies, like, that's not really – like, that's negative – that's just – it's right. bad to think about bad things happening. Right, or we don't need to wear seatbelts because we'll, you know, we'll probably be fine. There probably won't be a car crash in which we'll need that seatbelt. Right, but safety nets are important and insurance is important and hopefully we'll never have to use them. But having them sets us up for success when setbacks do happen. Or when we used to be world-famous trapeze artists and people wanted us to work without <laughs> a safety net and we were like, no, we must have the safety Safety net, even though we are like amazing at the trapeze, sure, we I, might still fall. I just stayed on the ground. That's my <laughs> safety net. But uh, but we're gonna we're gonna switch it over. We're gonna leave the circus for a moment and take you over to the math lab, uh, where we are going to talk about theorems. Oh, and at this point, you're like fast forward the episode and make that like no, but but don't sound, but don't. Yeah, this but is don't. gonna be great. Yeah, this is gonna be great. So theorems, uh, I found out. I couldn't remember the word Donald did, so thank you very much. Yeah. Theorems are sort of the laws of math, the things that we agree are, uh, are are permanent fixtures in math, and we can translate those to human language and human events, too. So I Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, if if five five plus four equals four plus five. Yeah. Like, like that's a that's a that's a theorem of math. Exactly. So the first theorem, uh, and this isn't funny, so don't like it. This isn't like, oh, a Ten Commandments coming, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the first theorem is the only constant is change. We are going to have big changes and small changes in our lives, and that is just going to happen. The second one, and I think this is super important, is yeah. you are the only one who will champion your choices. In life, what you put in your mouth, how you treat yourself, the boundaries that you set, those go above and beyond any moment in your life. They're things that you cultivate and, 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 and build with your identity. And despite setbacks, the mindset that you have, the boundaries that you set, and the choices that you make to make yourself feel your best in times that are down really do matter. So again, you are the only one who will champion your choices. Absolutely. And then finally, we don't know what will happen, but something is going to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> and there are no something will happen. No, there are known things like, oh gosh, the holidays are coming again and you know, blah blah blah. But there are big things for all of us that just knock the wind out of us. Uh we, you know, in nineteen ninety-nine we had a giant family thing happen where Don called me and I literally like lost my breath. I couldn't speak because something had happened in the family. And we've all had deaths in the family or big life setbacks. And it's going to happen. And it's not a time to fold in on ourselves, but set some understanding and 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 set some standards for ourselves of how we're going to treat ourselves when we're going through something hard. So part of the answer to Coco's question is is adopting this mindset and really looking at the long view and realizing that 
you know, there will be pauses and setbacks. And and that's it's not something that you've done wrong. It's just part of being a human being and it's going to happen. And so, you know, there it wasn't anything you did to bring it on yourself. And so, again, that's that that moral component of it. You know, it's not about being good or bad. It's just things happen to human beings. Exactly. I mean, in a way, in terms of mindset, it's like, you know what? I found out that you have to drink liquids to stay alive. <laughs> right. I, help me figure out how to reconcile that. There's nothing to reconcile. It, it's a it's a theorem in life. It's just a fact. It's a law. And uh, so here we go. So what's next, Donald? Well, you know, I, I mentioned at the opening that we were going to remind you that uh, pyramids were not just for, for mummies. And uh, we did an episode uh, many episodes ago, many more ago than I that I realized this is actually our 275th episode by the way it's sort of a sort of a mini milestone uh 275 um and uh way back episode 108 which I will link to in the show notes we did an episode called pyramid scheme and in it we we talked about um Maslow's hierarchy of deeds and you've probably all seen it um it looks like a pyramid or or a triangle and you know, Maslow was a uh, psychologist who studied positive human qualities, and in 1954, he created this hierarchy of needs. And um, and essentially, what it says is that at the bottom of it are the very basic human needs, and then at the you know, like food and shelter and clothing, at the top of it is self-actualization, and. Um, Self-actualization is is essentially reaching your full potential, and Maslow posited that um, you have to meet your basic needs at the bottom of this pyramid before you can climb it and reach your your self-actualization. Right. So if you're listening to this episode, it probably means you're not standing in a house fire. Right. If you are in a state of emergency, you're not and if like— if you are, please, <laughs> please get out of the house stop, right now. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll away. Stop listening to this. Call 911, but get rolling. outside. They yeah. never really told us when to stop rolling. <laughs> right. Stop, drop, and roll. There's nothing about stopping. No. Exactly. <laughs> you don't stop again. You don't stop again. You're right. <laughs> but if... Sorry. Okay. Uh, we... <laughs> We deal with everything with comedy, so this is how, how we go. But if you're in survival mode, you're not going to be thinking about your next jazzercise class or, right. like, you know, uh, going to a three-week uh, meditation retreat. This is when your basic, basic survival instincts kick in. After that, you might be in a growth phase and then beyond that, that thriving stage. So if you're listening to this episode, you might be in a state where you're like, eh, you know, things are okay. I'll just figure it out, you know, when something happens. Uh, I'll figure it out when it comes along. But this is the perfect time to really consider the different strata of your pyramid or sort of your your mental capacity, your emotional capacity. Yeah. And figure out what you might do to better prepare yourself in the future. And, and, you know, Catherine has come up with uh, sort of her own, you know, we only look thin pyramid of needs as it relates to health and fitness. And, you know, at the bottom of this pyramid is just survival mode. And, and that's what we were talking about earlier. Like if you're having, you know, some major terrible life crisis, you're probably just in survival mode and you're probably not going to be worried about, about tracking and, you know, counting calories on the back of your frozen meal and things like that. Um, but as, as things get 
you know, as things are better in your life, then you can focus on more on those things. Yeah. And if you're in that survival mode after a period of like, oh, things are going great, there can be a real shock in the transition from yesterday, everything was great. And today, everything is crashing. And sometimes we feel like we've got to keep up the facade, like everything's fine. I'm just going to keep measuring like life is falling apart. We want to hold on to something that we feel is, uh, you know, like it is our duty to keep this up. I just need to show grit, like Donald said earlier in the episode. But knowing walking into survival mode and showing kindness to yourself and saying, like, I know pausing is part of self-care. This isn't the time to overthink trying to get in my my steps or tracking calories. Part of survival is knowing that it's okay to pause and to seek assistance. If you're seriously in crisis, this is you know, like or in a giant grief stage, please work with a professional, a pastor or, you know, a medical professional to help guide you because our slide whistles and episode suggestions might not be enough for you. But before you're there, just remember it is okay to step back. And then, you know, just above that is you're just getting by. And, um, you know, you, you may have like chronically low bandwidth and you're not truly in crisis mode, but maybe you're having, you know, a job transition or still, you know, some sort of family transition or something that, that doesn't allow you to truly focus on your health and fitness. And again, this is another season that you're going through and that's okay, but, but maybe you can do sort of a bare minimum of something at this point. Exactly. So, and this could be, you know, anything like Donald said, from a job loss, a financial crisis, or even going from not having kids to having kids or having, you know, a big life change that still you're just sort of going or just saying like, oh my gosh, everything feels like too much right now. Setting some policies for yourself, setting some minimums of like, this isn't the time to drink every day. Like, this isn't the time to start my day with a right. Bloody and there, Mary. There probably isn't a time where you should be drinking every day for that matter. I know, but there are times when everything feels so yeah. out of control that you're just like, well, I want to escape because we all found that Calgon was a lying liar who lies. Calgon takes nothing away. The super soap <laughs> that, you know, you just take a bath and everything goes away. That's not the case. But also. I don't know. It works for me. But, I take a Calgon bath all the uh, time. Do you? <laughs> no, never once. <laughs> um, but if you are in a point of just feeling overwhelmed, we're not going to improve the situation by digging ourselves deeper, like Donald said, with overeating, self-soothing with food or alcohol. This is a time to set a policy. Even though things are really rough right now, I can still close the kitchen at eight o'clock. I can still hold off on having sweets until after dinner, not starting my day with them. Having policies just sets you up for some basic like bumpers in life, like now is not the time to do more, but at least I can do this. It doesn't have anything to do with the tracking app, but maybe it's just a little bit of preventative care. And then above that, you are ready to take charge. And this is when you have some available emotional bandwidth and you have the ability to really start to turn your focus towards your health and fitness because because you've met your, you know, your bottom two levels of the pyramid needs at this point. 
So this might be the time that you are tracking some food to maintenance. It might be some time where you say, you know, now is a good time to work on a daily step goal. This is the time to seek support, uh, you know, in a, a social group or back with friends where you're in a point where you're out of crisis and into maybe a little bit of growth. Um, but at that point, you're you're back in sort of the green good area, not the survival danger mode. And then beyond that, like Donald said, is the like the thriving mode of this is the time to level up and be more precise and increase my personal records and to, you know, go to transcendence. Yeah. And, and you're, you know, you're really, you've got a lot of strong emotional bandwidth. Things are going well. And, you know, this is, this relates back to, to Coco's original question. You know, this is the part where you feel like you're really getting it done and, and you're really in the zone. And, and this is where you need to prepare for when that life situation comes along that we talked about that that will cause you to pause and and have um have a setback in your journey venture. Right. So what I wrote for the sort of the top of the pyramid the self-actualization is you're thriving, creative, you're in a place of development, your your path is clear and you can dedicate time and energy to fine tune and own your identity. And like Donald said, when you have the emotional and mental bandwidth to think about your future, that future should include emergency plans. Or what I prefer, I guess, to say is having lucky plans in place for those minimums that you can set or those standards that you can set for yourself. So it's not just about like, well, now I'm just going to be practice. I'm going to practice being rich forever. Like rich, being rich is great. Okay, do you have a safety net? Do you have a, you know, a backup plan if you get fired? Like yeah. what is your plan ahead because if we act like winter is never going to come, then uh we might be in uh in trouble. There I said it. Speaking of winter is coming, oh. we did an episode uh which I will link to episode 41 uh way 41? back in the day called Winter is Coming uh where we we talked about Game of Thrones, Winter is Coming first of all, but second of all, um, we talked about the old, uh, you know, fable um, about preparing for the winter and the the city mouse and the country mouse and the the city mouse just sort of goofs off and the country mouse, you know, preps for the winter. And, you know, I would just like to pause for a second here and say that I'm sure that there are some city mice who are actually very responsible and they plan for their future. And there are probably some country mice who goof off and don't actually plan. So. Um, uh, I don't want any angry letters from, from city mice or country mice coming in, uh, at this time, but we talked about preparing for when, you know, this life change comes and, and being ready. And so when you are thriving, when you're in this, when you're in the zone and you're doing this, that's when you, you work on setting your standards, you put your habits and your systems and your policies in place to prepare yourself for when the the bad times come and you know you can say to yourself you know Catherine referred to it as, as lucky well isn't it lucky that i put this policy in place isn't it lucky that i planned isn't it lucky that i am prepared for when things are not going so smoothly so that i continue to keep something going here yeah and it can be difficult to sort of decide what is important to you because when things are easy they feel easy and oh it's it'll be fine it's good it's you know i'm optimistic yeah 
So almost think of it like a journal prompt. So the question might be, I know I'm taking care of myself if I fill in the blank. How do you know what sort of uh, habits and behaviors do you show that show that you're caring about yourself? For me, I know that one of my standards is taking my antidepressant. It's also as simple as having a cup of coffee quietly. Like that, I know it seems silly, but just like I feel most like myself when I'm having a quiet cup of coffee. I know when I'm prioritizing fruits and vegetables and protein that that just makes my body feel better than starting my day with, uh, what did I say, a Bloody Mary and... Right. You know, a chimichanga or something yes, like that's not your morning chimichanga as you as you like to do. Right. So I know that when I put restraints around my alcohol consumption and my sweets consumption, again, it's not restricting its restraint. It helps set me up for success, as does Closing the kitchen at 8 p.m., not randomly, you know, eating our daughter's food, not randomly going to bakeries, uh, getting some fresh air, laughing, setting boundaries. I know that these are sort of the constellation of behaviors and habits that help me feel my best. And this isn't about some, you know, esoteric, like, well, you know, I'm going to have a, you know, a spreadsheet that shows all the things that I'll do when, you know, okay, well, Catherine says that if you lose your job, you're in, you know, level four, and that means I get to whatever. But it's just having a growth mindset or having a mindset of this is, these are the things that I know make me feel good. And what do we need more when we're in crisis, but to set our bodies and our minds up for the best circumstance to deal with those issues? And I would just like to pause here and say that spreadsheets are awesome. However. They are. So, oh my gosh. So, you know, so if, you, if you do want to do a spreadsheet, we're not going to uh, discourage you from that. But, you know, this is about as to rephrase what Catherine was just saying, when you are thriving, when things are going really well, identify your core habits and really figure out what your standard is for each one and and really have that in mind so that when the, you know that rainy day comes along, you are you are ready and you are prepared. And at that point, you can focus on what you can do rather than not what you can't do. Right. When you are in survival mode, that is not the time to have a list of ideals or what if I break my habit tracker or I signed up for that 10K and now I can't do it and now I'm a failure. Yeah. That's not what it's about. What it is about is working on that identity that goes, I know what to do in this circumstance. I'm not spiraling out of control. Like, oh my gosh, I need to focus on my family right now. But what I also know is I'm going to stick to my morning yogurt. I'm going to stick to getting outside for five minutes. I'm going to take my antidepressant. And it's empowering to have that backup plan. Um, I actually listened to a book recently called Emotional Agility by uh, PhD Susan Davis, I think her name is. And she actually talked- I'll also link to it in the show notes. She talked about how- you know, people talk about that positive mindset and like, oh, well, just think positive. Studies show that in tests, people who just think positive or just think about positive outcomes do not perform as well as people who also factor in potential setbacks. 
people who actually think about the negative, yeah. think about like, oh my gosh, well, what if the tire blows? What if we miss our plane? What if my goggles fall off while right. I'm swimming? Which Michael Phelps actually did. Yeah, we talked about it a long time ago about Michael Phelps and how he had he had so visualized his goggles falling off that when it actually happened in a race, he was actually better to able to deal yeah, with it he than ended he would have been if it had been a surprise. Yeah, he knew how many strokes it would take to get to the end of the lane. And so he swam with his eyes closed and ended up doing just fine because he had planned for it. If we put on rose-tinted glasses and just say, it's nothing bad is ever going to happen. It's just like I said, it's unrealistic. So at the beginning of the episode, Coco asked about the weight loss journey venture. But really, I'd like to think about it as setting ourselves up to be adaptable in uncertain circumstances, not only in a weight loss journey venture, but our actual life journey venture. Weight loss is a part of your life. But maintaining is a lot longer. And part of being able to maintain in a crisis time is having backup plans, setting some small standards for yourself, working on your growth mindset, and really embodying the identity of a person who can manage a crisis. So again, to recap, the only constant is change. And... You are the only one who can champion your choices. We don't know what will happen, but we know that something will happen. And from that, the identity you are fostering will help you navigate the unexpected. It is okay to feel your feelings of uncertainty and sadness and grief, but it is never helpful to numb your pain with food and alcohol to avoid the problems. It will just dig you deeper into your problems. So self-care, or at least setting those standards for yourself, will matter in the long run. If you have some time, don't be the city mouse or the country grasshopper or whatever the Aesop's crane or Aesop's crane. That's Um, right. We cannot predict what is going to happen, but what we can do is put a lucky plan in place to set us up for success when we are feeling down. It is always okay to work on maintaining your weight. We don't have to think about the weight loss journey venture, but our lives are their own journey venture. So Coco, thank you so much for asking this question. Thank you so much. And thank all of you out there for listening. We we really appreciate it. And hopefully uh, uh, you are making this podcast part of your weight loss journey venture. And we are grateful. You can listen to all of our episodes wherever you found this. We are on all of the major podcast platforms, and you can also find us anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at our website, you can click on that link for Join Our Support Group to find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support, accountability, and really a small trusting place where people can be really frank about the ups and downs of their journeys and really feel safe to share where you are, uh, whether 
whether you're uh, in, in, in crisis mode or in thriving mode, we are all there supporting one another. I'm super proud of it. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Woolplace is right for you. Yeah, so please check that out. And you can also do what Coco did, and that is interact with us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And, uh, you know, those posts are still there if you would like to uh, ask us a question or to, uh, you know, suggest another episode we can do from this. Or you could also email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can send your episode suggestions or questions there, uh, or you could just send a compliment or just say hi. We like to hear from you. Yep. And speaking of hearing from you, we would love if you could head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing is making a difference in your life, but it also helps us uh, boost ratings uh, in Apple when people are looking for health and fitness nutrition uh, podcasts like ours. Absolutely. That really does help us out. And another thing that help us, helps us out is if you tell somebody about the show, uh, if you know somebody Somebody that you think might get something out of it if it comes up in conversation, or if you're on, uh, you know, a Facebook group, a, a Discord server, a, a Reddit group, and uh, you know it it seems appropriate, give us a shout out. That really helps the show grow. So if you're not sure if winter is coming or a mummy in a pyramid, just remember <laughs> that Donald and I and Coco are, are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 